<laughs> what advice um, would you give somebody that's maybe always used emotions as their inspiration? Right, yeah. <laughs> it used to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to throw your testimony in there, too. I think that it is important. So what we were talking about in the beginning about structure and design, you know, God had a structure and a design. So you as a human being, your identity is a structure and a design. And it is so important that you know that because when you know that, there is a, there's a confidence there. And how you know that is by knowing God face-to-face in an intimate way. And when you know him, then you know yourself, you know your identity. That means you become more free, so creativity can flow freely from you. When you are, f- when you are free and you know God and you know his word and you know your identity, you have a foundation. When you have a foundation, you are less led by your feelings than you are by truth. So there is this, um, I'm going to give two examples in the Bible about this. Because, you know, I don't want to, like, hate on feelings. Because I think that um, it can get a little bit religious. Now, I don't think that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people live by their feelings rather than by faith. And I don't think that that's wise. However, you know, I have found that the more um, Christ-like friends or teachers that I have, you know, they're very quick to be like, oh, don't follow your emotions or whatnot, and that is good advice. Yet, to someone who feels very deeply, they can feel condemned about their emotions and suppress it, and that just hardens your heart, and that is religious. So, like I was saying, two examples. The first one, Jesus was, when he went to go raise Lazarus, right, and Lazarus was dead, and he comes, and um, I believe that it was Mary and Martha, and they were sad because their brother died, and they were saying that Jesus was too late. And it says that Jesus was deeply moved and he wept. Now, if emotions were a waste of time, I believe he just would have went right over to Lazarus, been like, hey, wake up. It, but it wasn't a waste of time for Jesus to sit there and, and weep and cry and connect with them, you know. But this is the thing. Jesus was not moved and inspired by that sadness because his action was life-giving. I studied that word, deeply moved, and it means to be so angry at the demonic. And Jesus used that sadness and that emotion not to be swayed back and forth, but to activate the word of God. And he acted on truth. And he went to that grave, and he rose Lazarus from the dead, which is a creative act. And I think that you know, as an artist, when you, you know, like, you connect with what you paint, with what you express, with what you play, you know, because it's coming from you, and you should connect it. I believe that you should feel it, but there's going to be times where you don't, but in those times, you have to, the more that you know who you are, and the more that you, you have, like, this zealous, and, and this, this passion, for what you're doing, like, you have the heart of the Father, therefore, like, your emotions are from the heart of the Father, and how God is deeply moved for his sons and daughters, how Jesus was deeply moved towards Lazarus and the people crying, you become deeply moved to the lost, and it gives you a sense of purpose to create, not not to create from a depressed state of mind, or a sad state of mind, or an isolated state of mind, or an angry state of mind, or whatever that is, because what comes out of you then? Well, it's going to be sad. And people may relate to that, 
but it's going to keep people trapped in that. Mm. Because what you are a slave to comes out of you. I know that that is like such a touchy subject um, to creative people in general or artists in general because people are led by their feelings and that's how that's how um, people identify and relate. But I think that if you connect so much to feelings without the word of God, you just don't know who you are. Mm. Yeah. You don't know who you are. You don't have a sense of identity. If you don't have a sense of identity, you don't have a sense of purpose. That means what you are expressing and what you're creating, it's not advancing the kingdom of God because you don't even know the purpose. Second example, kind of, but yeah. So when I, Jesus, in Mark chapter 5, Jesus uh, was walking, and this guy was like, man, my daughter's dying. She's 12 years old. Come heal her. You know, Jesus is going to heal this guy's daughter. And this woman comes up behind him, and she receives her healing and holds Jesus up for a minute. And, uh, <laughs> you know, by that time, someone comes to the guy and says, your daughter has died. Don't bother the teacher anymore. And Jesus goes, nah. Don't listen to that. Like, don't yield to fear. Don't be influenced by fear. You know what you're influenced by is what you ultimately are inspired by. That's good. Okay, so they go to this house, and everyone's laughing at Jesus when he says, little girl sleeping. I don't know about you, but I feel like a lot of creative people, you know, they get laughed at because, you know, they don't know. People can't relate to them. They can't connect to them because they're so, like, weird or outside of the box or too feely I don't know whatever you want to say but Jesus didn't he shook that off too and he told them to get out of the room so like we were talking about authority you got to take authority over that whatever is going on in your head whatever is trying to cause resistance in your life whatever's trying to define you hold you up you got to get that out in the name of Jesus get that out of the room out of your heart out of your mind whatever it is and then you have to move in with your creativity with life. And I mean, he rose her from the dead. She became alive. But you see, here, Jesus was not influenced off of people making fun of him or fear, which are emotions as well. So how you know, he, he still was moved, though, because creativity is a movement. You move with the Holy Spirit. You keep in step with the Holy Spirit, but it is always life-giving. But you will have to use your authority to get whatever is trying to lie to you and hold you up and whatever is being destructive for you to come in and manifest and build and express. I think an interesting thing you hit on was like um, what you're a slave to comes out of you. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, with their creativity, they're fighting that. But it's interesting that you say you actually might be making that worse or keeping that inside. Um that, that thing that's holding you down. Mm -hmm. So like, that's that's such a new way of thinking about it that I never even thought about. There's a, there's two things that I wanted to say. Um, so the first was that New Vision, the church that I attend here in Murfreesboro, actually had a series on emotions um, a couple of months ago. Maybe it was back in 2019. Uh, but it was the series was called Smoke Signals. Um, and so the premise was that Emotions shouldn't drive our decisions, but they should be smoke signals to how we should go about those decisions or how we should think about those decisions. They should be warnings to us. They shouldn't drive decisions, but they should they should get our attention. Yeah. Um, 
and make us more aware of what's going on in our lives and in our own hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we definitely, we definitely need to pay attention to what our emotions are because they're yes. God-given. Yes. Um, creations themselves are create are creative. You know, they're uh, God get created them to, uh, in this sense, be smoke signals to us. Um, the second thing that I wanted to say um, was about using those emotions in your creativity in your artwork of whatever that artwork is I completely agree that you shouldn't do those things out or you shouldn't create out of those emotions but I think you can still uh, add them into it as long as the gospel is proclaimed in it Mm -hmm. Um, that's where the testimonial part the hope comes in yeah like you can't really necessarily always see the hope unless you actually see where you came from right yeah and so um I think artwork is so beautiful when it's not just saturated with happiness or contentness, but it is those strong emotions, but it leads to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that mural that you've painted of Jesus's face. And when I see that mural, I see Jesus, but also see the pain that he went through. I see the heartache for his children. And I see on top of all that, rather outshining all that love because Love isn't always happy. Sometimes love is sad. Sometimes love is angry. Sometimes love is... Love is passionate. Love is passionate. I heard this thing one time, and it was talking about... It was a sermon on passion. And it's like, what you're passionate for is what you're willing to suffer for. Yeah. It's not something that's easy. And so whenever I I see that painting, I see that same passion and that Jesus was willing to pay that price and take that for us. Yeah. And so... Uh, whether it's a whether it's a song, whether it's a mural, whether it's painting, painting, landscape, anything creative um, that you can add that emotion to, but then have the hope of Jesus Christ in it, I think it's just absolutely wonderful because it adds depth mm-hmm. to what seemingly is surface level. Um, you know, when I hear most of the Christian songs on the radio, it feels surface level to me. It's like, oh, Christians are happy. Well, that's great for them. You know, I don't think I don't, that's not what Christianity is. Christianity is hard. It's not easy. We're, it's not, we're not even told it would be easy. We're told it's going to be hard. We're told we're going to be prosecuted. We're told that we're going to suffer. And so I think we should not deny that we're suffering. We should not deny that it's hard. We should not deny that we're being prosecuted. Mm-hmm. Um, but rather talk about those things in light that it's all going to end and that Jesus has won. Mm -hmm. And so artwork is just so beautiful when it says that to me. I really like what you had said and David pointed out, pointed it out as well, as far as, you know, what comes out of you is what you're influenced by. And pastor said it before, what you put in is what you get out. For example, like with a tube of toothpaste, what do you expect Mm -hmm. to come out of it when you squeeze it? Mm -hmm. Toothpaste. So what somebody is putting in as well is also what comes out of them. And you know, that's where their heart's at because that's where you spend your time. Mm-hmm. Where you spend your time, that's what gets put in you. Mm-hmm. That's what comes out of you later. 